Good morning, everybody. This is Reverend Essie of New Birth Ministries. God bless you. I love you. Thank you for calling in or whatever you're doing to hear this, either now or later. God bless you and your household. And God is good. Amen. He's been good to us. I thank him for raising us up another day, and I'm sure you do. This is my first sermon of 2023. And yes, I took the first off because I wanted to give families that follow my ministry just time to focus on God and to focus on their families and to ask God to restore and renew for this year for 2023 because there's going to be some things happening this year in 2023 that it's God is going to knock your socks off this year in 2023 so don't look so much for bad things to happen bad things are going to happen right as long as you're a believer in Jesus Christ. But look for the miracles, the creative miracles that God is going to do in your life. I promise you that right now, God's going to do something in your life that you did not expect for him to do. Amen. Hallelujah. And yeah. So I'm going to pray in. Heavenly Father, Holy Ghost of God, Son of God, Yeshua HaMashiach, Yahweh, hallelujah, Baruch Hashem, we bless you, Father God. We bless you, Lord. We bless you, Jesus. We bless you, Holy Spirit. We thank you for this day. Thank you for using me to preach your word. Hallelujah. Thank you for giving me the strength to be able to stand the wiles of the devil and to continue to open up my mouth for the kingdom of heaven. If I'm wrong, I, in any kind of way, I'm very, very sure, Lord, that you are the kind of God that knows everything and you will one day correct me. So I'm going to continue to preach your word as long as your Holy Spirit will use me and as long as you allow me to preach your word, and I pray that those listening will feel the same way, whether they have a title or no title. Hallelujah. You told us to get out there and preach it anyhow. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Holy Spirit, fill me with your knowledge, your wisdom, your revelation in Jesus' holy name. And let's teach these people listening to this how to preach it anyhow. Whether somebody likes it, preach it. Whether they don't like it, preach it. Preach it anyhow. Hallelujah. Bless each and every household is covered by my voice right now and bless their families, their relationships, their finances, especially their health, because the devil, Lord, we know is trying to strike people in their health. So when sickness comes, which is sin, when sin and sickness comes, when he brings this stuff on us, it tires us out. You said in your holy word that he comes to wear out the saints. And that's what he's doing. Pain wears out the saints. Misery wears out the saints. Worries and concern wears out the saints. And right now in your holy name, Jesus of Christ of Nazareth, we bind those things and we stop them. We put a halt to it in your holy name, Jesus. And we command those evil things to leave your children right now under the sound of my voice. Hallelujah. 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 Bless you, Jesus. And amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, God is good. There's a lot of things that's been happening to us and, and some things that make you wonder why. Why is this happening to me? Well, believe me, the devil doesn't uh, dislike one person worse than the other person. He hates us all. Okay, amen. Regardless of where you are at in life, 
or whatever your status is, whatever your title is, wherever you live, whatever church you go to, if you go, okay, the devil hates all of us. So don't feel bad. Okay. Don't go into a pity party. You might shed some tears on your pillow and everything, but don't, don't feel bad. Okay. Always keep your joy because he comes. The reason he does this is he wants to steal your joy. Did you ever have a day where there's so much pain in your body? I don't know about you young people. And some of you go through this too, but did you ever have a day where there's so much pain in your body that your eyes look like they're ready to close and you lose your balance a little bit and you just feel out of place? You don't feel proper that day? That's the enemy. That is not God. And plus our bodies age too. We go through things because our bodies are aging as well. So here's what's happening. You're fighting the flesh, right? And you're fighting the devil and it's a heck of a fight. But if it wasn't for Jesus Christ, this is why Jesus said, leave it all up to him. Give him your heavy burdens. Amen. Those who are heavy laden. Hallelujah. He said he will make it easy for us. And listen, if you have to bind and rebuke these things, these, these evil spirits that are trying to stop you from being joyful, if you have to rebuke them every day, where is the law? What law did God give us to say that we could only do it once a day or once a week? I didn't see it. I, did you? I, I missed it. If it's there, I missed it in the Bible. Did you? Did you see it in the Bible where God says to bind evil spirits once a week or only on Tuesdays? Amen. You do it all the time, every day, because the devil doesn't stop. He doesn't have a schedule or a schedule, as they say, right? Okay, he is he is trying to mess up the saints as much as he can whenever he can because he knows where he's going. He knows it's over. This is his playground. This is his campground. This is the last and only thing he can do before Jesus come back, comes back and says, that's it, over. Amen. Hallelujah. So he's trying to gather as many souls as he can just to break God's heart. Don't be one of them. If any of you are listening to this and you feel like you don't fit in, you just feel like, well, I'll never be like this one. I'll never be like that one. No matter what you're like, you're a soul. And all you have to do is repent of your sins and ask Jesus to be your savior and tell him you believe you believe he died on the cross and you want him as your savior. Ask Jesus to forgive you and it's over. Unless the devil brings condemnation to you, then you bind him and say, leave me alone. In Jesus name, you don't have to use King James language. Get thee behind me, Satan. You don't have to say all that. Just say, leave me alone. In Jesus name, shut up. In Jesus name. And that's how you do it. Okay. What's happening is people are so busy using King James language that they don't know how to say it in their own. <laughs> Amen. So let's bless those people that are coming up with new ways, new Bible, well, not new ways, but new, new um, language Bibles, new Bibles that people can understand. Amen. Amen. When Jesus was living, they didn't speak King James language anyway. Think about that. Selah. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm going with um, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3. And I've done this before, but I'm, I'm going to preach it again under the, 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 the Holy Spirit. And uh, we're going to hear what he has to say about this, right? Second uh, Timothy chapter three, and it's talking about marks of the last days. Okay, marks of the latter days. 
Okay, and and the things that are in here, it's only 17 verses long, and the things that are in here are happening right now. And the reason, I believe the reason God is having me preach this is because he, something's getting ready to happen. He's preparing us for something good. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Put up your umbrellas because the rains of adversity are going to come, and God is your umbrella. Hallelujah. Put on your rain suits, your raincoats, hallelujah, your boots, whatever you have to put on. Put on the mind of Christ. Stay, because what's happening is the last days are getting worse, worse, worse. It's getting worse every time you wake up. Doesn't it seem like something's getting worse and worse? Amen. And you know what? It's going to get harder and harder to get into the word. It's going to be harder for people to pray. It's going to be harder for everything. So get used to it now. You know, they even say in the world that if you do something 21 days, it becomes a habit, right? So start that now. Start that habit now. Read the word. Even, you know, see, I like ambiance. Okay, I'll light a candle at night or something. I'll anoint it with, with oil and pray on it first. And then I'll light the candle and I'll sit in my bed or whatever or at my desk in my, in my office room. And, and I'll just pray or read my Bible or read a good book by a good Christian author. I keep my mind stayed on Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. And this is what I believe God's telling you. Keep your mind stayed on Christ. And it starts like this. Chapter 3, 2 Timothy. This know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Amen. Perilous times shall come. Let me look up the word perilous times before I even go any further. Um. Uh, all right. And, and this is what he means by this. Okay. I like to look it up so we can just grasp it and chew on the cud, right? Amen. It means full of danger or risk. And we're going through that perilous times, hazardous. Ha these are hazardous times. You can't even go to a theater without, you know, somebody's, the people are losing it and they're shooting people in theaters. They're shooting them in McDonald's. And no matter what you do, you, you, you can't get away from the devil because he's going to try to do everything that he can. Amen. Hallelujah. Perilous times, hazardous times. You can't walk to your mailbox without something happening. Amen. Risky times, unsafe times. We are unsafe. As human beings right now, we are unsafe. Amen. Treacherous times. It says it's treacherous. And then as is exposed, okay, it says exposed to imminent risk of disaster or ruin. Are we not living like that now? Has anybody looked in the White House lately on TV about the, what's going Even our leadership is, is, is disastrous. It's just ruined. It's nothing like it was meant to be. Amen. They're honoring those things that are, they're calling bad good and calling good evil. Our leadership is doing that. What do you think is going to happen if the head is messed up? What do you think is going to happen to the tail? The tail can't be better than the head. Amen. It's, the, the economy is in a perilous state. Amen. So that's perilous. We are now in perilous times, my friend, evil times. Hallelujah. And it says, number two, for men shall be lovers of their own selves. Come on. The mirror is making a, a hit, a smash hit, should I say? <laughs> Some of them should smash, right? From what we've been seeing. For men, men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, 
proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. So many things are unholy and people are unthankful. People are, it's getting to the point now where you could give somebody something and doubt if you get a thank it, it, you. Wonder if you're going to get a thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And unholy, there are proud people who are so busy boasting on themselves, boasting on that flesh. You know, people are worshiping the stars, as they say. And I'm not talking about in the sky. People are worshiping flesh. Oh, my Lord. Everybody's so used to reading in the Bible about uh, what do you call them? Statues or little statues or whatever, idols. No, it's no longer the idols. Not only are people worshiping little statues made of wood, a stubble and stone, they're worshiping idols, uh, human idols, people who are placed up high. And in order to get up high in the world, you have to do some perilous things, some disastrous things to get that high. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why I pray for people like Denzel Washington, because he's got, he, 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 I, to me, okay, he's, he, he hasn't had his name in any kind of perilous, um, stories and he keeps clean and him and his wife get along good. And he just, and he talks about his savior. He talks about God all the time. See, he's got that anointing on him. All of that goes to show all of them aren't bad. Amen. But we should not worship these people. They're unholy. They will, they tell you on TV and on the radio that they're unholy. I actually watched an actor say, I believe it. Yeah. Jack Black. And I used to love Jack Black. I believe his parents are scientists or something. And, and I said, oh, he's, he's smart. And, and he comes from good blood and good seed. And, and he's smart. He, he's intelligent. Uh, and then one time I saw him do an interview and he sat there and said, we, uh, I sold my soul to Satan. He said, that's why I'm sitting up here now. I mean, I, you see it. And he's not the only one. This is what people are saying. There are people who won awards. These idols that they call them won awards and stood up there and said, if it, what you no, I think, oh, who was it? Can't think of who it was. He said, I thank Satan for this award. And these people are not playing, y'all. It's not a joke. It's not entertainment. It's not funny. Amen. And then number three, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent fierce despisers of those that are good. Oh, just look, despisers of those that are good. Have you ever had somebody come up against you and you don't even know why? You don't even know what you did wrong. They despise you because you're good, because you have the Holy Spirit in you, because you love Jesus and they know it. And especially if you're online in any kind of way, they see you living out your holy life. Amen. Despisers of those that are good and false accusers. I'll tell you about false accusers. All of us have to be careful. There are people right now who literally began ministries of falsely accusing good ministers, men and women of God. And I, I know that all of us, each one of us, even you listening, we have our ups and downs. We have our idiosyncrasies, right? You know, we, we, we do some things that are good and sometimes we trip up a little bit and might not, you know, might make a mistake or something, you know, but it's not that we didn't ask Jesus to forgive us, right? But there are people who literally have ministries. You see it on YouTube, you see it on Facebook, you see it all around the world. They have ministries. They have businesses that come up against the ministers of the most high God. Amen. 
and they accused them. I saw people accuse uh, all of them, Rod Parsley, Joyce Meyer, uh, Jesse Duplantis, and everybody's so concerned about prosperity, prosperity. Make sure that your soul is prosperous in Christ Jesus and quit worrying about what everybody else has. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and I feel this way. Everybody has something that's not right. If we didn't, we wouldn't need Jesus, right? And you got to watch out for people who constantly are negative about other people like that, because that they're what they're saying is they do everything right. <laughs> Amen. They do everything right. Hallelujah. And like, for instance, they use Joyce Meyer. Uh, Joyce Meyer this and Joyce Meyer that and her house and her makeup. And, and she said this one day, and that's not right. Do you think that's biblical? I mean, they come up with so much junk. And then I looked one day and I saw some of the things Joyce Meyer does. She feeds, she has a girl, she takes care of girls in other countries in this country. And she, she builds, um, helps people in school, builds uh, hospitals and she gives them water and she gives them food. Who am I? to talk about Joyce Meyer. Come on, guys, think about it. Who are we to talk about anybody? You know, everybody, like for instance, New Birth Ministries, we help people. We don't do, I wish we could do what Joyce Meyer and them do, right? I'm, I'm still praying, Lord, give it to me so I can help out other, you know, other people, you know? And, but we don't do that kind of stuff, you know? Are you building churches in other countries? Are you um, digging wells so people can drink water? You know, think about that. Are you sending hundreds of Bibles to, to people in other countries? Or people even in our own country? Are you sending hundreds of dollars every month of food to children in Appalachian or poor children in Georgia, New York, or whatever, Mississippi, Minnesota, wherever you're at? Are you doing that? So we need to get off of those people. Stop false accusers. Stop it. They haven't sent a, ain't sent a penny to a ministry. They don't tithe or nothing else, but they're going to tell you how to run your ministry. Come on. Come on. Come on with that. Traders, verse four, traders, high-minded, uh, traders, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God, lovers of swimming pools, double door garages and sports games. And, 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 and there's people who take better care of animals than they do people. It's good to have a good heart towards animals. God even says something in the Bible about the person that takes good care of their animal, but take care of people. Jesus didn't stop and help Look, he might have, and it's not written in the Bible. I don't want to say it that way, but there's nowhere in the Bible where it says Jesus stopped and helped an animal with a broken leg. Most likely he'd point his hand and say, be healed. <laughs> you know what I mean? So help people first and then help animals. And you know what? You put people first. God loves people. Jesus died for people. He didn't die for animals. Okay, and I'm not dissing animals, but Jesus died on the cross for human beings. When you help human beings first, I believe God's going to see that and bless you so that you'll have enough left to help animals. I know some people right now that love animals. They do anything for animals and wouldn't give my ministry a sandwich, wouldn't give me $10 to save their soul. And that's true. Okay, so we have to watch out for that as well. Amen.
and then having the form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. These are people that have the form of godliness. They dress what they think, what they call godly. And, and, and they, they walk and carry themselves high-minded, highly, amen, and, and can't heal a person in a wheelchair to save their soul. They have they, they have the form of, they look godly and they know all Christianese. They know all the Christianese words to use and everything, right? But they don't have the power of God. There's no testimony at all about their ministry. I know I have a small ministry and I, I don't get many testimonies, but I get enough testimonies from people who follow my ministry to let people know God is, God is, is in the healing business. God is working through my ministry. Even if it's minute, he's working in my ministry. It doesn't mean I'm a peon to him. It just means that he's working the way he feels like working because he's God. We can't tell God how to work, right? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. From such turn away, formalism. Amen. We got to turn away from that. People who are formal, they know how to do it. I know some preachers went to school, learned how to preach and everything else. They do their crescendos and, and their, what do they call it? The, what is it called? The climax, they know how to the climax the conversation and go back down and, and, and they're quiet at the end to let you know it's about ready to wrap up, right? <laughs> and, and they preach. I saw somebody preach one time and didn't even offer Jesus at the end. And have and did it myself when I first got into preaching. I got so into my preaching, I forgot to ask people if they wanted to be saved. Lord, Lord, forgive me. But that was a mistake. And I watched myself and I don't do it anymore because it's not about me. It's not about how I preach. It's about Jesus Christ. You know, and, and I'm seeing this. I'm seeing where people preach so much and so good that they forget Jesus at the end. Come on, guys. Having the form of godliness and denying the power thereof. Notice it says, but denying the power, they deny that, that Jesus, that, that uh, Jesus still, that, you know, God still heals. There's people who are, there's preachers who say God doesn't heal anymore. That only happened with the apostles and the disciples. Watch out for that kind of stuff. God denying his power. We're preachers, but our God doesn't heal. Come on, you know. For of this sort they are which they are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women, laden with sins, led away with divers' lusts, evil passions. How many preachers do we know nowadays that are getting caught uh, with uh, homosexual relationships and with, with the people in, in our congregation or, or they're dating? There's there's preachers I've seen that, that and I'm not mentioning names. OK, so no, it's not gossip. There's preachers who are having babies with the women in their congregation and things like that. That's sin. Diverse, that's different. Diverse or divers less means different sins. Amen. Different lusts. And that's not just one lust, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes and the pride of life. They're lusting for money. They're lusting for homes. They're lusting for women. They're lusting for other people's women. They're lusting for other people's men. Amen. Different passions, different lusts. And notice it says silly women. 
women who give in to this, the women who dress like whores, pardon my expression, but it's words in the Bible. Women who dress like whores are called silly women. Women who go to church knowing good and well their skirt is too short and you can see up their skirt and they sit in the front row and cross their legs like they're on one of the, the uh, interview shows on, on uh, 11 o'clock at night TV. And they know good and well that is too short to be sitting up front and, and, and they know the preacher can see up their skirt. Silly women, you're silly. If you're the kind of woman that shows more your breasts than you do, uh, the more your breasts than your thighs, more than you do your belief in Jesus Christ, you're a silly woman. If you, I tell you what, folks, y'all know me and you've seen many pictures. I have pictures of me, right? I can't wear my shirts down too low. I had a couple shirts. They went down a little too low and I took pictures and I was like, mm. Because I, I, I felt that when, when I get a shirt, a blouse, and it's down too low, I get cold down. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know where it's going. <laughs> well, I'm just telling the truth. I get cold. I can't, I can't let all that flesh show like that. I just can't do it. And I don't know how these women are <laughs> dressing like that. I'm just being honest with you. They're silly, silly women. Would you dress like that if Jesus came by for a cup of coffee? Amen ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Learnings, there's so much information on the internet, but nobody comes to the knowledge of the truth. I've seen times where I had to slow down. I'll be watching one video on, on I have two um, Chromes up, right? And I'll, I'll watch uh, one video on a Chrome. And while I'm watching one video, my mind wants to go and find something else. How are you watching one thing? How can you focus? We have to, don't, let go of your focus. Watch one thing at a time. Listen to one thing at a time. Hallelujah. So we're trying to do everything, all things at one time. You can't do that. That You have no focus if you do that. Focus on something. Amen. Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Amen. Never finding out the truth. Hallelujah. That's ignorance, dullness, spiritual ignorance. Amen. Watching 900 preachers and still can't come to the truth of what God wants them to know. Amen. Still can't come to the truth. There are people watching 900 preachers and they still don't want to admit that Israel is God's chosen people and we're uh, grafted in. They hate Jews. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I never understood that thing between blacks and Jews. I, I'm still trying to figure that one out. I don't know how black people and Jewish people just can't stand each other or whatever, some of them. And I see, I don't like that kind of stuff. And I will not get into it. Amen. Jesus was Jewish. Whether he was brown skin, whether he was light skin, whether he was dark skin, hallelujah, Jesus was an Israelite. He was Jewish, point blank. Amen. So, you know, um, he wasn't white. He wasn't black. He was Jewish. We serve a Jewish God. Amen. If you're that worried about what he looks like, just make sure you believe in him and you'll get to see him one day. <laughs> Amen. And then verse eight says, now as Janus and Jambres withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds 
reprobate concerning the faith, carnal minds, all they think about. You ever see a person, you might know a person in your life, all they think about is just carnal stuff, uh, fleshly things. They, you, they you never have a, a godly conversation with them and you can't talk about Jesus with them. And it, it, it seems like you never, it's always fleshly stuff. They're good and come up with wonderful conversations and in, in, in sentences when it comes to the flesh, but can't talk about the, the spirit, spiritual matters to save their soul. Unbelievers, even though some of them say they're believers, it says, but they shall proceed no further for their folly shall be manifest unto all men as theirs also was. But thou hast fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long suffering, charity, patience. There you, what I say about patience, y'all, and long suffering. Hallelujah. Persecutions, afflictions which came at me at Antioch and Iconium and Lystra. Uh, what persecutions I endured, but out of them all, the Lord delivered me and I feel the same way. Yes, I know I moved around like a nomad all my life. I was an orphan and I was so used to just hopping, hopping, hopping. And if, if one place was uncomfortable, I'd move again. I, I had like a, a nomad type of life. Amen. Hallelujah. But, and I went through a lot of things in my life, a lot. And there's a lot of people that can say that, not just me. We go through a lot in our lives, some things we can't even tell, and you really shouldn't. That should stay between you and God, right? But the Lord delivered us. We, are you not sitting here listening to me right now? Are you not able to, to listen to me right now? God has afforded you to be able to listen to me right now, and we're not even together. How's that? God got me through a lot. Amen. Hallelujah. God got me. I, I was sleeping under newspapers on park benches at college in the 70s. And now I'm sitting here preaching the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And yea, all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer, suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse than being deceived. Uh, but continue in the things that thou hast learned and has been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Amen. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation. You want wisdom? Study the scriptures. Amen. Study the scriptures. That's how you get wisdom and knowledge and revelation. All right. And verse 16 and 17, to wrap it up, amen. It says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. Okay. You want to know what doctrine to sit under? The doctrine of the Bible. <laughs> if they're not going by the Bible, don't sit under them. Amen. For reproof. Hallelujah and correction. That's correction to get you right. The Bible gets you right. You might say something, you might think some kind of way, and, and the Bible will show you exactly how God wants you to think. He said, my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts, but he wants us to line up with the word of God. He wants us to line up with him. The Bible teaches you how to line up with your creator. Amen. Amen. And it says, for instruction in righteousness. You want to be righteous? Do you want to be right? That's what righteousness means. Just being right. You want to be right like God is? Hallelujah. Study the Bible. Study the Bible. That means get notebooks, pens, markers, different color markers or whatever. Get Write down, get, get yourself a tablet, whatever you use. 
Amen. Hallelujah. I say in the mornings, I tell people, uh, I haven't said it in a while. Get your, I forget how I said it. And I'll get your pencils and pens. I'll get your pens and pencils and writing utensils and write down that which the Holy Spirit will show you as you listen to the word of God. Amen. Amen. So get your pens, your pencils, and your writing utensils and study that word. Study the Bible. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid of it. The Holy Spirit will be, begin to, some people don't have a, a relationship with the Holy Spirit and they're, they're not used to him because they don't give him time. They don't spend enough time. They don't allow him to step in and help them. Amen. You start studying that Bible, things will start popping off and you'll be like, oh, wow. So that's what that means. Yeah. You just got revelation from the Holy Spirit. Learn to say thank you too, right? Amen. And it says, verse 17, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. Amen. Amen. You want to learn how to do good works. You want to know how to cut that flesh out of your life. Cut out those voices that are telling you to do the opposite of what you're supposed to be doing. You want to cut the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. You want to punch him in the eye, punch him in the face and get him out of your face. Tell him to shut up and leave you alone. Those demons and evil, sly, slick demons that come around and, and try to mess up your life and your thought pattern. You want to get rid of them? Do you want to get rid of evil people that keep coming around you, know good and well that you don't want to be bothered, that you're not their type, you're trying to change your life. You might be the kind of com the kind of person coming out of alcoholism, coming out of drug addiction, coming out of porn, sexual addiction, coming out of uh, relationship addictions. There are people who are addicted to new the newness of relationships. That's why they've had so many um, members, uh, girlfriends and boyfriends in their lives because they're addicted to newness. They go, they jump from person to person to person. As soon as they get rid of one person, they have to have another one. You hear, you go from one name to another name. And every time you see them, they're mentioning a different name because they're addicted to relationships. Drop all that. Everything that you have been doing, learn to do a new thing. God, I tell people, God is doing a new thing. I even said, wrote that on my Facebook page. I think it was this morning or a couple mornings ago. God is doing a new thing and he wants you to do a new thing. Don't get left behind. That's why they made that movie, Left Behind. Don't get left behind. Amen. Study the word. And as you are studying, not when you think you're through, because how do you know you, you might be studying the word till Jesus comes back? Until his feet parts that eastern sky, you can still be studying the word. While you are studying, Jesus said, I believe it's Matthew 28, 18, 19, go and tell other people. Go and tell. Remember that Jesus said, go and tell to repeat what you have learned. Amen. Go and tell. Don't be afraid to tell other people that which you have learned. That's why that, that was the purpose of studying. You're not studying just for the sake of saying you studied. And oh, yeah, I know that. I remember covering that chapter. I remember talking about that topic. Jesus wants you to go and tell. Matthew 28, verses 18 to 20. Ready? 
And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Okay, of course, it's only good. somebody's going to doubt. Amen. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore. Amen. And teach all nations. That means everybody, not just black folks, not just white folks, not just Arabs. Amen. Not just Jews, not just Romans, not just Italians, not just Greek, Russian, Irish, amen, English. Hallelujah. Teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always even unto the end of the world. See, this is King James language. I don't know why he said all way, but he said, I'm with you all the time. <laughs> he said, behold, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Amen. Now see, Jesus is not speaking to the baptizees right here. He's speaking to the baptizers. Hallelujah. Go and tell. That's our great commission. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you saved? If you're not saved, just say this, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I believe you died on the cross and rose three days later, and I accept you as my savior. Thank you for what you did. And amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Welcome to the family of God. Hallelujah. The family of Christ. Go find a Bible believing, tongue believing <laughs> church. Amen. A church that believes in everything that the apostles and disciples did because they learned from Jesus himself. Amen. Even Paul went away. They see what is it, six years or something. And he learned, he was learning from Jesus himself. Paul went away to himself. So all those people out there that says, no man is an island and no man stands alone. I've said it myself. And what else did they say? Uh, uh, no man is a, I can't remember how they say, um, in other words, they make it sound like you shouldn't be alone. You should always have someone around you. Paul didn't. For I believe it was six years, for about three, three or six years, Paul was learning directly from Jesus until God released him to do ministry. Amen. He was learning directly from Jesus until God released him to do ministry. Now, my question to you is, did God release you? I mean, did God put you in a place, hallelujah, where he could teach you where everybody else is out of the way? Did God put you there? Amen. Have you been in a lonely place? Amen. Where God can teach you. Hallelujah. Amen. Sometimes God will do that to you. So don't let people tell you that you're doing something wrong. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And bless the Lord at all times. 
bless him because he blesses you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for coming on. I hope you have a beautiful day. Amen. God is good. Hallelujah. God is good. And this is in Numbers chapter 6. And it says 623. It says, and spoke unto Aaron, speak unto Aaron and son, saying, On this wise ye shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And then he also said, people leave out 27, and they shall put my name upon the children of England, the children of Africa, the children of the United States. No, the children of Israel, and I will bless them. You want to be blessed? Bless Israel. Amen. Reverend Essie signing out. God bless you.